0: When you picture yourself in hospital, you probably don't expect you'll be there because you have bad teeth. But it's one of the biggest reasons people end up in hospital when they don't need to. In 2016-17, more than 70,000 Australians went to hospital because of a dental problem that might have been prevented. Now, the other stat that got me was that 9 in 10 Australians say the people they go and see about their teeth... The dental professionals have always showed them respect, yet we love to hate the dentist. I thought I'd better go and meet one to see what they're really like and what happens in there. Oh, it's free Wi Fi. Oh, hi, um, I'm here to see Jasmine. Are you ready to go? Yep. Okay, just following someone down to one of the, the rooms. Ah, oh, hello!
1: Really good. How are you? Super.
0: Yes. As you can imagine, I can see a, a chair, the light above, and I feel like this is your toolbox. What is it?
1: You're right. Well, look. Um, I'll explain to you the way that I do, I do it for a kid. Um, this is my my water pistol, and um, and we have a great time. I try not to spray my dental assistants with it, but I often fail. And there's my fire engine, and he does all of the hard lifting. And then we've got a little tractor and then we've got a little you know tooth polisher and this one over here that's Mr Scrapey okay so mr scrapey just goes round Cleans things up, just the detritus of life that we collect. Well, he takes it off, so that's that's my that's my toolkit, basically. <laughs> it sounds like you've done that before.
0: How scared are people before they come in here, and they well, particularly when they see this setup you've got going on?
1: I think that dentistry does come with a lot of preconceptions, and um, I think it's a lot about how you've been made to feel in the past. If you haven't been made to feel comfortable, then of course you're going to sit there and you're going to think that everything looks like you know that scene from the Marathon Man. But in actual fact, um, you know, if, if you've been listened to, if you've had your, um, your concerns addressed properly, then you're not going to mind it. I mean, Mr Scrapey's actually not that bad. And that, that's, that's your traditional, oh, my goodness, what the hell are you doing inside there? That, that's my fire engine, you know, and and uh, what do fire engines do? They put out fires. You think
0: really trying to take a positive yeah. outlook on this, aren't you? Yeah.
1: Well, we're not looking at these tools usually when
0: you're doing the business no. in our mouths, but what I've noticed here, yes. um, when you lie down in this chair, you've got a TV yeah, for people to look at on the roof.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's an attempt to make people stop staring at my forehead. <laughs> so we have um, a television plugged in. What I liked was uh, if you put on a documentary... And it's usually a wildlife one. And then the, the gazelle gets eaten by the, by the tiger or something like that. I think I've got the wrong animal. But either way, you get this. <gasps> it's like, have I hurt you? No. No. Richard, you eaten? I said, oh, okay okay
0: (laughs) just with that it must be a one-way conversation because you're you're right in their business there they they can't talk
1: strangely enough it's actually mostly two ways they can actually communicate you can still signal to me and all that sort of stuff and I know what's happening there Um, but it just requires you just being aware and, and giving them the right cues and saying okay fine you know tell me what's happening with you
0: You've got some great metaphors here for your equipment. Uh, What about when you tell someone that you're a dentist and you want to break down any stereotypes they might have? What's the simplest way that you can explain your job?
1: Well, look, I think my job is uh, part detective uh, because I need to find out what's happened inside your mouth, what's happened in your life. I'm... um Part structural engineer, okay, because uh, we are reconstructing, and I'm also partly your mother. You need to call me, and uh, we need to figure out what you're eating. Are you too skinny? You know, just stuff like that. <laughs> what your mother would do. I probably won't do your laundry. I've got my own to do. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll probably try to keep in touch with you as best as we can because it's about getting you to a certain point where you're healthy, and then maintaining you and seeing whether you can exceed that.
0: What's the thing that most people don't understand? about dentistry or looking after their teeth? Because to be honest, dentists get a bit of a bad rap.
1: Yeah, look, I think there's a conception first up that it's it's uh, overly expensive and yes, it can be quite a drain. There are ways and methods of getting around it, whether you're in public or private, and it just requires a little bit of investigative work um, and just asking the right people. Who are the right people? You can always Google. If you have a healthcare card or a pension or concession card, that's the Tasmanian Oral Health Services, and they have a website where you can actually go ahead and access that. Or a similar service in whatever state or territory you might be from. Yes, that's right. A private dentist, look, you'll find us in the phone book. Uh, go with a with a recommendation from a friend. Not a frenemy, uh, because that, that's that's liable to end in disaster. But just, just generally the recommendations are, are what you would go for.
0: A lot of people don't like coming to the dentist, and probably because, one, as you mentioned, they think it's going to be expensive. Mm. Two, they think it's going to hurt.
1: Yes. Does it still hurt? Mm, well... Any medical procedure is uncomfortable. However, in terms of pain, we have ways of making it better. Okay? And this is this is I think one of the big things that have changed in the last 20 to 30 years and I think dentists have worked really hard at that. We still have that conception that uh, you know we're uh, creepy sadists. Okay? And that's okay, all right? We can discuss with you what your anxieties are. As long as you have that conversation with us, we can certainly help you to get over that. Yeah.
0: What's an example, if you just think of one patient, that you've really helped and it really is a, is a good explanation of the kind of difference a dentist can make in someone's life?
1: Well, I had a lady just this year, actually, who was petrified. And by petrified, I mean uh, waited until the very last minute. And it had been probably about 10 years and she had a raging toothache. She could not sleep, could not eat, it was just um, unfunctional. And she had a, a family, busy family, restricted finances. When she came in, we were able to talk to her. Uh, we used a little bit of happy gas. We managed to get her over that and she left not in pain. And her, her psychologist actually uh, was surprised. Her uh, partner was surprised. Her children were surprised. But she actually had enough in her then to say, I can can overcome this. And that is, in my mind, one of the things about my job, that you can change the perceptions that are there.
0: How different is the work you do in the public system compared to what you do with private patients?
1: So in the public system, we're seeing people who have a lot more disease in the private health sector. We're dealing more with um, people who have retained their teeth for a longer period of time. But because of that, we're seeing breakdown uh, from previous dentistry or lifestyle kind of factors again. It's quite interesting, though, because in both sectors, you're actually seeing an uptick in in disease, um, preventable disease, in around about the uh, teenage years to the 20s, you know. And I think it's because people have become complacent. And I think because it's uh, our diet as well and our lifestyle factors have shifted us back towards a disease which we really should have licked. you'd think. (laughs) We won't have time to go through
0: all the basic knowledge that we need to know now, but if you can give us three tips that are going to help us try and prevent dental disease and just, I guess, live better and, no offence, but not have to see you as often.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. My whole job is to try to make myself redundant. I'm, I'm pretty happy to do that. So I think the first thing is uh, fluoride and toothbrushing. So in actual fact, toothpaste is uh, just a vehicle for fluoride. It's a proven preventative. If you don't know how to brush your teeth, find someone who can teach you. Is it that hard? No, but it does require a technique. First up, the right end of the brush is helpful. Um, Good tip. Yeah, that's right. Secondly, it's about pressure and it's about the position of that toothbrush. It's got to be where that gum meets that tooth because that's where all of the bacteria collects please feel free to YouTube. Don't YouTube someone nutty, okay? The Australian Dental Association is a really good place um, if you want uh, free information. Flossing is also important. The other thing is really diet. You just need to be aware where those hidden sugars are and they'll they'll label it as something else, you know. It'll be fructose, or it'll be lactose, or it'll be dextrose. And certainly, you know, you can't you can't live without some of that stuff. I mean, yeah, okay. But um, but yeah, if it's consistently part of your diet, and you're consistently dozing yourself with it, then that's where we start to get issues.
0: Electric toothbrush versus yes. manual toothbrush?
1: Yes. Look, electric toothbrushes do do better. It takes out what I call the idiot factor, which is us. Um, but you still need to point it at the right spot. Okay. So, so please, even if you do get an electric toothbrush, feel free to ask for information. Um, I'm a, You can invite me to parties. I do parties. Okay. Um, Are you serious? No. No. Don't be you should. But I could. I could. It'd be quite interesting, wouldn't it? Dial a dentist. Book her in. A flossing party. <laughs> If you'd like to book
0: Jaslyn Patrick for your next party, you'll find her details in our podcast show notes. And considering there's more new research out that suggests about half of us don't brush our teeth twice a day, maybe it's time for a visit to a dentist somewhere. If there's somebody that you think would benefit from listening to this podcast, we'd love for you to share it. You can do that online or just grab someone's phone and click subscribe. I can't wait till next week's episode because, probably like me, you thought you knew what to do when you visited this person. But turns out, most of us don't. The real trap is people that walk in and say, here's my symptom, what are you going to do about it? And then they just stop. If that sounds familiar, sounds like you might need to listen to HealthSpeak next week. This project was funded by the Healthy Tasmania Community Innovation Grants through the Tasmanian Government.